Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Julia Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Once again today and again tomorrow, your last two opportunities to win a couple of tickets to see the musical Mamma Mia at the Ordway one week from tonight. And we'll let you know when to call in to win those. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, people. Get our overalls today. I know. I'm going to post. Okay, so Mama Mia is opening in theaters next Friday, July 20th. But we're giving away tickets to the stage show. We're giving away tickets to the stage show. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a Mama Mia overalls challenge, and it started July 2nd, and it goes through July yeah. 20th. And um, you take a picture um, of yourself in your overalls and post it with the hashtag Mama Mia challenge to show support for boys and girls clubs on behalf of Mama Mia. Mm-hmm. And it's donating to boys and girls clubs of America. Um, they're making donations. The yeah. more hashtags nice. you get out there and stuff. So I'm going to post ours right now. Cause Lori and I got overalls <laughs> and we gave them our size, but they come in small, medium and large. Uh-huh. These overalls I needed a medium. They're very short on you. And the crotch was um, <laughs> splitting me in two. Yes, like, it was. Uh, a peach or something. And oh. I had a major camel toe. I thought you had camel toe. I know. You're like, you've got camel toe. And I go, no, you, you just can't see it, Julia. Oh, my God. You know who just, Emily Emberg has got a picture with Tom Cruise. Yeah, she's at the premiere I in know. Paris. She's standing right yeah. next to him. Yeah. Way to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah. Well, maybe she heard that we did Vintage Scandal yesterday about what is the smoking gun that allowed Katie Holmes to get a divorce in 11 days with 100% custody yeah. of her kids, of her kid, and move cross country. We want to know about that. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. I love that. Well, in an example of what happens when you complain and explain. Okay. Tell me. Um, so Sasha Baron Cohen has a new <laughs> show coming out on Showtime, which wasn't even really on anybody's radar. We just heard about it the other day. Yeah. The only reason we heard about it is because somebody decided to uh, complain and explain about uh, her appearance on the show, which is now giving the show, the show legs. all kinds of legs. Here's a little report from Good Morning America on the Sasha Baron Cohen on being under fire. Which, of course, if you ever watched the Ali G show, I mean, all he did was punk. Yeah. Yeah. He's still at it. They, yeah. <laughs> in fact, one of his Ali G going back, whatever year it was, he's with Donald Trump and he's pitching him money 
on an ice cream that doesn't melt or something like that. Right. And it was, you know, and Trump was really a good sport. He's like, yeah, yeah, there's not anything I'm going to invest in. But good luck. Good I luck, hope you yeah. make some money. Right. You know, and he's all kinds of people. So here's, here it is about his new show. He's back. The man known for duping some of the world's most famous faces, disguised as a variety of different characters, is already causing outrage with his new show called Who is America? And it hasn't even premiered yet. Sarah Palin is calling Sasha Baron Cohen, the man behind those Ali G and Borat impersonations, truly sick, insisting she was duped into giving the comedian an interview after he posed as a disabled U.S. veteran in a wheelchair. The former vice presidential candidate took to Facebook saying she was asked to travel across the country for what she thought was an interview for a documentary to honor American veterans. Palin posting, I join a long list of American public personalities who have fallen victim to the evil, exploitive, sick humor of the British comedian Sasha Baron Cohen. She went on to add, how dare you mock those who have fought and served our country. Former congressman turned radio host Joe Walsh, also irate this morning, calling for a boycott of Cohen's new show. What he's done is fundamentally dishonest. Walsh alleges that the comedian's team invited him to a pro-Israel event in D.C. this past February, where he said they presented him with this award for his, quote, significant contributions to the state of Israel. To deceive me and say that, you know, to make up an Israel TV station and give me a big award. That's <laughs> offensive and that's a pretty low blow. Showtime and Cohen haven't commented. Now, Joe Walsh calls this the strangest interview of his life. He believes Baron Cohen is just out to embarrass people. As for Palin, she's now challenging Showtime to air that footage and then donate all proceeds to a charitable group that respects and supports American veterans. The show premieres this weekend, but so many people might find this funny. Others might feel, you guys, that it crossed a line. And it's classic Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes, oh. And it's called This Is America. And I think, does CBS own Showtime? I believe they do. I think they do. Yes. And so this is great publicity. Yes, it is. For this show, because now Sasha Baron Cohen, as his character, is written back and said, you oh, know, dear. dear Vice President Palin, I did not say <laughs> oh, no. I was a war vet. I was in the service, not military, but United Parcel. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. a great comeback. So, I mean, oh. it's just like, said the service. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> oh. and, and the oh, whole never complain, never explain. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, actually, you should send her probably a bouquet and same with this other guy. But Sarah is a, you know, bigger name. Yes. And um, <laughs> it brought the best publicity that they couldn't buy for a show that people exactly. didn't realize was debuting on no. Sunday night. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so never complain, never explain. This is tons of PR for him. Yeah. And um, <laughs> anyway, and I also did not know about this Mick Jagger curse oh. in the soccer world for England. Donnie, tell us about it. Well, whenever Mick Jagger is in the stands rooting on the three Lions of England, they lose. Is that right? Is that yes. really right? Yes. yes. He's a ter- He's a bad, bad luck charm. And was he, he in the ha- audience yes. when they lost their heartbreaker? <gasps> yes, he was. And has he been in other places? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, this is his reputation. When Mick's there, we lose. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you consider that your team? 
I, yes, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I grew up right. partly in England, and yes, I wanted England to make the final. Uh, Thanks you, a lot. Did Nick. you see the coach cuddling his wife yeah. on the side? I mean, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I do see that Jagger was a beast of burden during the 2014 because he tweeted twice to the English team, and they lost both of those games. Yeah. <laughs> and he did the- That's really kind of a buzzkill. I, I'm really bummed that England's out of it, but Croatia's the smallest. This their first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's this far in the world Cup. Yes, yes, yes. It's but it would have been so fun. Emily was there and you know they showed on GMA this morning and it was like the Champs-Élysées was sh- like it was just mobbed with people the French because right. they are going to the finals. When is this going to be? Uh, the final is Sunday morning, ten o'clock mm-hmm. on Channel the, the bars Nine. That's will the be same packed. time that the Wimbledon final is going to be. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Who can't they schedule these two amazing sporting well, events opposite each other? Well, not the World Cup. It's every four I years. Know, and right it's always, got it. It's like, just Mick Jaggers. Don't go to any more games. Okay? But isn't that funny yeah. that he is the curse? I, I love it. I'll have to go look at Twitter for that one. All right, listen. We'll be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hi, people. Hello. It's me. It's all. It's just me. It's little old me. Little old petite moi. Okay, so here is the headline today. Tell me what you guys think. Do you think this is true or false? When it gets hot outside, you get dumber. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, got it. I, that's a theory yeah. that you can uh, run. Take to the bank? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think But so. it's a new study out of Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's really hot outside, it makes people dumber. The researchers found that if there's a heat wave, students get lower scores on their test than when the weather is just regular okay. You're too I sluggish. You are too sluggish. Yeah. And if you don't have air conditioning, which a lot of college students don't in their dorms, holy yeah. Toledo's. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Would you ever... We're not going to argue with that one. No, we ended off. Okay, so a woman, um, this married couple in Istanbul, Turkey, they were... I thought um, this was going to be like a woman and a pope and and (laughs) an Irish guy walking walking to a bar. bar. (laughs) I guess not. Here's one. Okay, it it isn't that one, but it's a woman in Istanbul... Istanbul, bull, bull, Istanbul, bull, bull, yeah, bully dog. Like you saying, Her husband like got a dog milk, milk, and I'm having pescetti, and I'm oh, going to library. God. Okay, so, <laughs> so this, um, this married couple, the husband gets a dog last year, and the the woman just cannot stand the dog. Oh no, this is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So she gives him an ultimatum: me or the dog. Mm-hmm. He went with the dog. Yep. <laughs> so be careful when you give ultimatums. Yeah. You may not want. Casey told me that if I ever came home with the dog. I don't he did. said I would know that's my signal to go. And he means it. And I know he does. So no doggy for me. No doggy for yeah. me. But what if it was my dog and I died in a car crash and you just felt close to my dog and no. it needed a home and it reminded you of me and you wouldn't even think he would. Be okay with it? No. Really? No. His dead sister's dog? Thank you, Donna. We're not killing Julia off today. (laughs) I'm just saying, if that (laughs) happened. Or even a hypothetical, and you don't own a dog, P.S., by the way. But I may. I may at some point in my life. Okay, so um, every single vegetable you eat lowers your stress levels. This people need to listen to. Um new study every portion of vegetables you add to your plate and then eat 
lowers your stress levels by 5%. So if you're eating five to six servings a day of vegetables, it's unbelievable how much better you feel. This effect is is really for green vegetables. Broccoli is supposed to be, just eat it. It's supposed, food. it's the super, super, I haven't had it in a while. Like, wow. It works better for women than men. So women, if you want to be healthy, just eat the greens. You know, when I would make my shake my green stuff i just put spinach in the blender and mm-hmm. broccoli and cucumbers and is it to trick yourself into thinking it's like better than it is or it's no just it's a better just to way get them in it it's in. more efficient to me yeah than cutting everything up because i it. hate making salads but and my friend says broccoli is just it fights off so much stuff all right there okay now I saw Crazy Rich Asians last night, the Mouvé, mm-hmm. and I have not uh, been to Singapore in a Mouvé before. I've been, you know, we went to um, the the Sex and the City gals went to where Dubai, Dubai yeah, and we sometimes see Hong Kong, Paris, Paris London. London. Mm-hmm. We I have we haven't been to Singapore, so here's a couple Singapore fun facts right. for you. Ooh. Singapore is a city. A capital and a state all at once, making it only one of three city states in the world. What are the other two? Uh, the Vatican. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, is it like Monaco? Yes, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Very good, Don. Okay. okay. Geography is <laughs> uh-huh. you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Out of respect, and we noticed this in the movie last night. Out of respect, locals addressed older folks on the street like a shopkeeper or a taxi driver, mm-hmm. someone they don't know as an auntie or an uncle. Yes. Even if they're not related. Mm-hmm. So I saw that in the movie last Very night. I was respectful. wondering. Yeah. And that was in the book too. Yes, it was. Okay. The world's first night zoo is in Singapore. Nice. Uh-huh. Let's see. In Singapore, if you're given a present, it is rude to open it in front of the person that gave it to you. It's polite to wait till after um, they leave and open the gift later. Yeah, this would be good if someone gives you bad presents all the time. You don't have to fake your face. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Chewing gum is banned. It's it's illegal, except for those with a medical prescription. Wow, for chewing gum, Nicorette. Mm -hmm. It has the tallest indoor waterfall. Donnie, how high is a meter? A meter is three feet. Okay, thirty-five meters. Thirty-five times three. Right. Wow. So 150. No, I would. Feet, I yeah. want to go there, but I, it's, I have to figure out how uh, where to break up the trip for Casey and his. his, is, his what's yeah. halfway to, fly. to Singapore? Well, he, the the most he can we I, is he he probably has in him is like ten hours. You go ten hours. So you'd get to um, Maybe. Hawaii, Hawaii, and then start from there. That would be yeah. it. Yeah, I guess. Okay, the roadway into the city from the airport in Singapore can quickly be turned into another runway if they need it. Wow. Isn't I thought that was so oh, cool. Yeah. Um let's see here. Here's a couple more. The president of Singapore cannot be a member of any political party. Um you need to bid for the right to own your own car to drive in Singapore. The current rate is $80,000. Yes, I've heard that. Wow. A blend of... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Singlish is pretty well known internationally, and it's a combo of English and um Here's the languages that they speak there. Let's see. It is English, Chinese, Tamil, and Malay. Hmm. The Singapore sling was served yeah, first. The flight is 26 hours. Chase. And five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you go via Tokyo. Okay. Oh, the most. That's so long. Yeah. I know. And the fall of <laughs> Singapore in World War II is said to be the beginning of the end of the British Empire. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's see. Here's a couple more things. The 20, how many hours? Well, with because you fly, it's Minneapolis to Narita is thirteen hours, and then you have a five hours to make your connection, and then that you have a seven and a half hour flight to Singapore. Wow! Oof. But you could you could go to L.A. and then it'll take you thirty hours. Jeez! <laughs> fly through LA. <laughs> so it's a long flipping way away. Um, it's so far away. It's so far away. So that's why we haven't been there. Right. (laughs) Almost half of the territory of Singapore is covered by vegetation. Um, The Formula One Singapore Grand Prix made history because it was the first Formula One race at night. So in the movie, they have these apartment buildings and then on top of them, connecting the buildings to each other is like Mm -hmm. a huge platform that has a pool and gardens and every, I mean, it's just huge. It's so unbelievable. Singapore is made up of one large island and 63 small yeah. ones. And I've always wanted to stay at Raffles, you know, which yes. is closed. That's where they served the first Singapore sling. Yeah. That's the famous, famous, famous hotel. And it's closed right now and will open at the end of 2018 for renovations. But it was built, I don't know, like in the 20s or something. Mm-hmm. It's the fanciest, fanciest they, place. It's at the tip. 1887 is when it opened. Wow, nice. It's, yeah. it's one of the last great 19th century hotels. And... My one, our one friend, Lori, you mm-hmm. know, from travel, oh, yeah, yeah. she has stayed there and I was always just like so jealous. I'm like, oh my God, it'd be amazing because of course it'll be expensive as hell. Oh, ex- beyond. Yeah. We had a story a few weeks ago that somebody in Singapore play, uh, paid several hundred thousand dollars for a parking spot. That's right, Donnie. That's so my <laughs> and, and to own the right to drive a car, not the car, $80,000. Just to just the, for the right to drive a car. Yeah, that's there. amazing. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. That's going to be a good movie, people. All right, we got John with the traffic. John, we know we make traffic easier if people have it on this station, but I don't know if you're going to make it easier with your report. I don't think so. Okay. Not, not. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. To know, to know. 
Trending online this afternoon, AT&T and Time Warner. The Justice Department has announced it's appealing the approval of AT&T's $85 billion merger with Time Warner. We shall see if this actually happens now. Also, Will Smith trending. The actor posted a video of his own In My Feelings challenge that's a dance and it's based on the song of the same name from Drake's new album, Scorpion. But instead of dancing on the streets, Will danced on top of a bridge in Budapest. Just being Will Smith. Uh, John Legend trending this afternoon. One of many Emmy-related stories trending today. He's up for an Emmy Award for his role in Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert. And if John Legend wins an Emmy, he could earn an EGOT status for having won the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. We shall see. Good luck, John. And also the Nobel Prize trending today because a group of Swedish librarians are giving out an alternative to the Nobel Prize in Literature this year. They just released their long list. So If you didn't know, the Nobel Prize in Literature was postponed after a sexual harassment scandal uh, sparked the departure of many members, leaving the organization with too few active members to function. So, looks like they're looking for an alternative. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Everyone, welcome back. We are delighted. We have Chris Hewitt with us today. We're going to talk movies. We're going to talk theater. We're going to talk croquet. Anything else? That <laughs> oh, you yes, did. we you, do. Yes, we, we do. We page croquet story in the Star Tribune variety section today. I thought I was looking at like some Great Gatsby party. <laughs> well, it's Great Gatsby. Their, their opening event, which was June, I think, 24th, it, it was Great Gatsby themed. So you so were not wrong. Is, okay. Where is this croquet club? Uh, well, there are several of them in town, but the place where they play is on Summit at that Summit oh, Overlook Park. Oh, the University Park, Club? Yes. Right no. next to the University right. Club. Okay. That park is so pretty. It's so yeah. pretty. The river and the trees and that huge eagle statue that's there. Wait a and minute. You can see the hybrid yeah. in the background. Yeah, it, it is, is pretty. gorgeous. Okay. And they play there every other Sunday. Is it on Summit? Yeah. Avenue? Yeah. yeah. It's right where the curve is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I totally know uh, where it is. I think it's right across the street from where Garrison Here's the killer. Used to live. <laughs> and the Commodore. Mm-hmm. And there's an Pretty ice close, rink there. Yeah. There used to be an ice rink there in the winter. There did? Yes. Oh. Do you have to join? Do you have to be a member of this you, croquet club and be vetted and everything? You do. Uh, and I think you people would probably be too late for this year. In yeah. the story, it has info. But but uh, you can join next year. And even if you haven't really played croquet, they start giving lessons in April before the season starts in June. I'm an excellent and they're looking croquet. For new I'm an excellent She's croquet a, player. Name, I, I love cro- croquet. It's mm-hmm. a naming game. It is Are a naming game. Are you good at geometry? No, she can aim. I'm, an, I'm a good aimer. Um, Don't ask her math questions. You should join them. They would love you. Yeah. And you would love dressing up. Yeah. Do no? they? No. Okay. No. Is this the... Not for me. Not right. for me. All I right. mean, I would be... I'm more like of a... I mean, I would just say yeah, the, the, the outfits. And <laughs> Do you much, have to wear the much. outfits? Yeah. Do you get to wear a bustle? <laughs> you, you definitely could wear a bustle. See, that I did not to me, see anybody yeah. in a bustle. That to me yeah. would be fun. And some people were more... Casual, yeah. like all white, but more casual, like yeah. a white polo shirt and white jeans. Yeah. I think sure. I saw some people in that yeah. getup. So it's white, like Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. It's white, yeah. All right, yeah. Except for the last uh, event of the season, which is all black. Wow, rules. Yeah. Do they serve you mint juleps? Because there's no bar on that park corner. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Officially, they have big coolers with lemonade and iced tea, 
And they are very generous with it. Like they constantly were offering me some. And in fact, yeah. I made myself a delicious Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Oh, love it. Unofficially, there seems to be some champagne there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might have seen a flask or two. Yeah. I mean, you're on park ground, so class. you have we to have, be careful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right, fine. All right, fine. All right, so what movies have you seen that you've liked? Tell us about the Mr. Rogers, won't you? Because oh, that's I won't you be so my bad. neighbor. Yeah, you should definitely go. And bring Kleenex because it is a weep fest. Really? I mean, he's just such a beautiful person. He really was. I myself completely missed out on the Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. phenomenon in terms of a kid because mm-hmm. I'm too old. Yes. It was like right after yes. me. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really watch it. I mean, I was aware of who he was. Right. But Same. I really never investigated him that much until actually last. No, no. This winter, the Heart of the Beast Puppet Theater did a show about Mr. That's Rogers. Right. That was really beautiful. And I did a bunch of research research, and I interviewed the the guy who made the show and I started to kind of fall in love with him. And then I was watching all these videos online, him mm-hmm. testifying before Congress about how important it is for people and for funding, children to have good and public funding for television. PBS. Yeah. Yes. And you just get this sense that there's like there's nothing no bad. dark side. No. And the movie, you know, totally backs that up. And in fact, I might have already told this story to you guys when I was on uh, a couple months ago. But when I was talking to this guy who made the puppet show, I said, so like, not that I'm digging for dirt, but is there anything bad about the guy? And he's like, well, here's this one thing. There's this guy who played the cop on the show in the late 60s. And it was very important to Mr. Rogers to hire an African-American man because there was so much racial strife at the time. Mm-hmm. And he wanted the image of him putting his feet in a pool with the racial guy, which is a metaphor for the fact that people couldn't use the same pools in many cities at the time. And that guy came to him and said, I'm in love with a man, but I have an opportunity to get married to a woman. And I think I should do it because it just seems like the world isn't ready for me to be in love with a man. And Mr. Rogers said, you should marry the woman because the world in fact is not ready for that. Mm -hmm. And then like two years later, the marriage breaks up and the man comes to him and and talks to him. And Mr. Rogers said, yeah, that's the worst advice I've ever given. I was completely wrong. So even like the one bad story about Mr. Rogers is a beautiful story about Mr. Rogers. We watched that growing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. You're slightly younger than me, I think. Am I? I think so. Are you 70? I'm only 69. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about Ant-Man and the Wasp? I'm curious about the, this movie because we like Michael Douglas and, and Paul, Paul Rudd. And the first one people seem to like. Do you like It doesn't it? feel like, like a it. serious superhero one. No, it definitely has more of a sense of humor than they usually do. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that Paul Rudd is not like a... I mean, he's ripped and stuff, yeah. but he's not like uh, a steel-jawed. Is it can't along the of lines himself. of Deadpool? Is it more like in that? No, tone no, it's not Deadpool. that irreverent. Right. It does. It is a superhero movie. It does okay. take itself seriously right. in some regards. But the best thing about the movie, as was the best thing about the first one, did you see the first one? Andy? No, no. It's worth checking out. Is Michael Pena, who's like basically the sidekick, and he is not at all serious about superheroes, and he's like essentially just making the jokes that the audience kind of wishes they could make for them throughout the entire movie. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. And in fact, watching the movie and he's so funny, you kind of want there to be a podcast where he just like riffs on all of the Marvel universe movies, which are now are 850. I'd like to join him. Yeah. You would He's be a Scientologist. Did you know that? No. Michael Pena. Yeah. He is. is he? Yeah. That's disappointing. I know. Well, he well might, maybe he's a second generation. I don't know. I don't think he is, though. I think he married someone who's a Scientologist who. I can't even remember. I'm looking up a picture one. of him. Oh, that's you know who Michael who he Pena. Is. Yeah, he's been in tons of mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, tons. tons. Uh huh. He's a good actor. He How is. about Incredibles 2? Is this a kid's movie? 
pretty no, much. I love the first no Incredibles. No more so than the first one okay. was. And in fact, I would say even less so than the first one because the focus of this one is really Mrs. Incredible, mm-hmm. who is voiced by Holly Hunter. And she's the one who really has the crime-solving adventure in this one while Mr. Incredible is uh, taking care of the home front. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't think it is actually just for kids. It's really funny. Again, some pretty spectacular action, even though have it's animated. Ever, have no, you ever my, seen? My mom has taken her her oh. one grand, and my mom likes The Incredibles. She's oh, like, I so loved good. The Incredibles one. Yeah. It has this I really jazzy it. score by Michael yeah. Giacchino that's really fun, and it's this. You know, it takes place. It's a little hazy about when it takes place, but it has this mid-century aesthetic. And in this movie. They they have been kind of underground because superheroes are supposedly outlawed, but they become more above ground in this one, and they move into this spectacular mid-century house that you want to start to view into one of those stories yeah. with the like thirty photo photo gallery yeah, yeah, yeah. of pictures of the inside because it's amazing. The design of the movie is really great, and Edna Mode. The speaking of design, the designer who sort of seemed like Linda Hunt in the yes, first movie totally, yes. is back in this one and has a very funny uh, scene as well. Yeah, it really that's and good. is voiced by Brad Bird, who wrote and directed the movie. Really? Yeah, I think. Oh, Laurie, it's really good. Yeah. That first like one. It. I mean, there's. You like, should start with the first one. You yeah, have to see the first one. I loved it. I saw it in Montana. I think. Okay, years ago. Real quick, tell us about Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom. I personally love the dinosaur movies. Did I you do like too. this one? I liked it, but to me, it's the most disappointing of the... It was. Are we on number five now? I have no idea. I think we're on number five now, and it's the most disappointing because it feels like it just kind of goes over territory that we've already been over, mm-hmm. and at the end, it actually sets up what I'm sure will be the next one because it's such a huge hit, which is essentially now the dinosaurs are in suburbia. Oh, uh, but it takes oh, that's the whole movie sort of home. feels like it's yeah. yeah. So it's like oh, open okay. up the trash can and you've got a Velociraptor in there. Oh, I which love is an it. intriguing idea. But this movie yeah. doesn't deal with that. It's okay. basically sort of a rehash of what we've seen before. But Chris Hat Pratt looking very good. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard has more to do than she did in the last one, which is a nice <laughs> thing. Uh, she gets a couple more speaking lines. She does. It does, I like it has her. A little bit of a colorless villain. Okay. Um, Jeff Goldblum's back briefly. Love him. Yeah. And are the is the dinosaur when they're you know stalking people is that good and tense? It is, but you know the movie's a little light on the dinosaurs. Really, like you know how in the past ones there bugs been, me. Give us more dinosaurs. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's usually it seems like one kind of new one that you get the personality of, like the clever girl the, yeah. when they were attacking in unison, mm-hmm. or the ones in the. Uh, galley scene yes, in the first one. Yes. This one doesn't have a new one like that that is all that personable. Great. Okay. So it feels like it's, I mean, I guess it seems weird to complain that it's more about the people than the dinosaurs, but I wouldn't mind a little but reptiles. We want more dinosaurs. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're going to go to those, yeah. I mean, you want to be scared. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not and super surprised. scary, I don't think. Well, then what's the purpose? Yeah. I mean, if you I don't mean that. to be trashing it. Yeah. Because it's worth seeing if you it love is? them. You okay. should probably go. Okay. Now, tell but it's us, not going to be your faith. Tell us about um, the West Side Story production at the Guthrie because I I don't know if you wrote some of the story. Did you do some? Rohan Preston did. Okay. On, on how they were doing this version of West Side Story and... Yeah, I was a little bit nervous about the fact that, because, you know, when you think of West Side Story, you think of that Jerome Robbins choreography yes, yep. and cool, in particular, the leg high up in the air and the, yes. arm, up in the arm high up in the air. So From I the thought, movie, yeah. right? Yeah, the exactly. movie. And actually, stage versions always do the yeah, same thing. the same thing. The okay. one at the Ordway just last summer 
used essentially that choreography. So I was a little bit worried about if I would be okay with new choreography. And like within 30 seconds, I was completely okay with new choreography. Did, did it bring it, did it make it fresh for you? It did feel fresh and different and more immediate. It's still set in the late 50s, but mm-hmm. there's also, for instance, the, is it the Sharks? Yeah. The, the, the Jets, Jets are the Puerto the Rican one and the Sharks are the all white usually mm-hmm. one not in this case it's a, a racially diverse group of sharks which makes it feel a little bit more mm-hmm. contemporary potentially yeah. and yeah i i really enjoyed it I, and particularly the dancing the dance at the gym scene which is you know just dancing and right. that guthrie stage just jam-packed with like three dozen people doing amazing things is cool. spectacular wow. and cool is yeah. really really good too that's another highlight right. and there's this dress you guys have to see all right, oh, it's really? so pretty. How long Pin is West Side Story pleated? playing, do you think? Uh, through maybe the third week in August. It's okay. got another month. We've got okay. some time. All right, listen, we're with Chris here. When we come back, we're going to make him talk about some um, other uh, Hollywood things, including taking a look at Margot Robbie's Queen Elizabeth and Mary Queen of Scots. Chris, Chris approves of this song, Boys by Lizzo, being the song of the summer. Isn't I'm that in. good? I'm you gotta totally watch in. the video. Oh, oh the video. Is that brand new? I haven't heard that yeah, song. Yeah, it's before. brand new. It just oh, came okay. out like a couple weeks ago. Oh. The video oh, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm gonna show you. Donnie's posted this. Okay. It's the first official look at Margot Robbie as Queen Elizabeth in the movie Mary Queen of Scots, also starring Saoirse Ronan and Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Okay. And um, Focus Features just released this uh, poster of Margot Robbie. What is your first thought when you see Queen Elizabeth, the Virgin Queen? Well, not a pretty woman, is she? (laughs) My first thought is they've made her as pretty as possible by doing it head on. Because I bet if that's a profile, we've got like a promontory of shaved forehead before we get to that hair. Like, you know, you can't tell how far back the hair starts in the head on, but sideways, I'm guessing it's way, way back. I don't know. I mean, this is probably receding more than me. To play Mary, Queen of Scots. No, this is, she's playing Queen Elizabeth, the Virgin Queen, because they are the two, you know, they both are, have lay claim to the crown but Mm -hmm. mary queen of scots you know is just taking scotland and of course we know what happens to her but i went to the castle where she was holed up for a while you did a few years ago yeah was that cool it was really cool there's so much history i never get tired of these oh my gosh no movies and they don't come around that often no they don't They don't. So. Good old historical fiction. I yeah. mean, it's just good. It but that's good. a commitment. I mean, basically, if you play Elizabeth first, you're going to have to shave off a whole bunch of your hair. And so many actresses have played this part when you think about it. Didn't yeah. Glenda Jackson and Kate Blanchett and who else uh, that play Elizabeth? Because she's always is very. Judy Dench. Yeah. It has a a homely appearance. I don't know any other way to say it. I think you just said it, honey. Okay, there you go, Ed. Well, and maybe it's just because we're not so into that hairdo. Right, that fashion, that fashion. Yeah, very powdered. Because really, the rest of Margot Robbie's looking pretty dang good in that picture. She always looks good. I know. (laughs) I guess it's hard to make her look And I am here for any movie that has Saoirse Ronan in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do you think that Amal Clooney is going to make George Clooney give up the motorcycle? No, you yes, don't. She, is. she, I think. Really? Why do you say no? He she got married hurt. the whole package, ladies. 
She no, knew what she was getting Donnie into. Donnie posted no. this. He's got road rash. Oh, he's yes. limping. Yeah. He already has a bad neck. He's 57. No way. He has one-year-olds. I mean, maybe the movie insurance companies are going to make him give up his mm. motorbiking. But He's like needing help when you look at this. That is a sad picture. Isn't it? Yeah. He flew over the car. That is a grandpa getting into his bark and laundry. <laughs> yes, picture. yes. I mean, he could oh. be a grandpa. No, for I know, but I would agree to you. And Chris, 100%. you've been to Italy. Would you ever, I mean, drive a scooter or a motorcycle in Italy? I'm afraid to drive a car in Italy. <laughs> no, I know. But he lives there like yes, half time or whatever. I know, so he probably knows the territory. Okay, you guys have convinced me. Amal should at least try to convince him to give it up. I think and he's a father. This is another good point. Bingo. So He's already an old dad. Yeah. He's already going to be 70, 76 years old when his kids graduate from high school. Jeez. Knock on wood. Yeah. You don't need to be riding a motorcycle. <laughs> no, I think you is don't. what a mall is. Okay. You don't. And right. I, here's, here's my question. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not even going to waste. Well, what the hell is going on with everyone wanting to make a movie about the damn Joker? Oh. What the oh. heck? I always like to rant on these Marvel and superhero movies. I'm so sick of them. But why would Joaquin Phoenix is going to be the Joker in one and Jared Leto is going to be Joker in another? Please. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. I have to admit, I'm curious about. Jared Leto, I have I'm satisfied not. my curiosity. Yeah, on, totally. And he was disgusting. But I don't know. He a is a pretty great character. A standalone story about Joaquin Phoenix or as the Joker. You I could probably interested? go for that. I think I could go for that. And I'm as sick of superhero movies as you are. But All right, I think the Joker has enough there. I want to know how he got that way. I want to know what he thinks about. I want to know if he has a sense of humor. Right. I want to know boxers or briefs. I, I mean, really it's briefs. Do. Let's okay. face it. It's briefs. It's, yeah, well, okay. I love that you, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yeah. Because the box. Okay. You're so funny. It's briefs. Let's face it. I think they're boxer briefs, but go on. Do you? Well, speaking of Joaquin, last night, the premiere of Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot, which is a memoir of the same name by Joan, uh, John Callahan and Joaquin Phoenix plays John Callahan, a paralyzed alcoholic in recovery. And the film also stars his real-life girlfriend, yep. Rooney Mara. Yep. So they both walked the red carpet, but they did it separately. They're not going to perform their coupledom for the peasants. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, someone uh, said that um, Mara has fully embraced her man's unique way of life, and they're never going to get married because they think marriage is too mainstream. I just love that. And I just believe that they would think that. Because how can you be aloof? Rooney Mara, if you're a wife. Although, I mean, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell they have already blazed that trail. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay, you know, this I just wonder, are an odd couple to me, but yet they make sense at the same time. That's exactly my thought, yeah. too. 100%. And in fact, I mean, I really, really like Joaquin Phoenix a lot. In fact, he's probably so in my favorite movie of the year. Which one But is I also, that? you Which were never really here, oh, okay. where he's essentially a hitman. It's mm-hmm. so good. But oh, when you I were saying that she has embraced his, what was it? Embraced his, his, his unique way of life, a holistic, way vegan, life. spiritual. I just feel like unique way of life might mean not bathing very much. <laughs> right. And that concerns me a little That's bit the for Hollywood Rooney. Speak well, of that. It or, might be. <laughs> you know, or just being too cool for school. Too but, cool for But he was soap. so nice to us. He was darling we to us. With him was in he? the limo line. Yes. Well, he cool. wanted us to leave with him. 
and go in his limo and go Who hang knows out. what? Yeah, who knows Do what? Do vegan things. We had our blue dresses on, our matching dresses, <laughs> yes. and we were actually on. Dreamy. The, we were actually invited into the people party, and we wanted our gift bag, so we said no. <laughs> well, we wanted, but we wanted That's to experience. That's the most Lori and Julia story I know, ever. I know, but we wanted to experience the party, <laughs> and we wanted to get our gift bag, and we were invited. We didn't have to sneak in. You turned down a menage a trois yes. with Joaquin Phoenix yes. for a gift bag. Yes, yes, <laughs> we did. Can when I you say it like that? It sounds terrible. It does. Like, what were we thinking? I, I'm sorry. I, didn't I don't mean think, to be shaming. I just thought we were going to go and play pool. No, jeez. <laughs> okay, so this movie we're just talking about with Joaquin and Jack Black that opens this weekend, it's got 75% Rotten Tomatoes. Don't what worry. What is it called? Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. And I did not think it opens here this weekend, oh, by the no. way. Oh, I think it's okay. a couple weeks away. Mm-hmm. So the guy has a drinking pro- problem, and he goes on an all-night bender, and he has a catastrophic car accident, and he intends to give up drinking. Yeah. Uh, but he re- And he reluctantly then enters treatment, and with encouragement from his girlfriend, Bruna Mari, this is the movie they met on, yes. and Jonah Hill is his sponsor. He discovers the gift for... Um, becoming a drawer and it's supposed to be kind of good. You know. <laughs> and the previous times that director Gus Van Zandt has yeah. worked with Joaquin Phoenix have been fantastic. It My is. Own is Private it? Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it's poignant and insightful and often Hitman funny about the, the healing power of art. All right. He, Gus Van Zandt wrote it and directed it. It's based it's on a memoir. It's yeah. based on a real person, right? Yep. All right, Chris, thank you. Lovely to see you. Thank you. Super Remind us of your Twitter handle. It is Hewitt Strib. Thank you. Thank you so much. We will be back.